he's the only man to interview modern-day gladiators at Arrowhead and original gladiators in the Coliseum. He grew up rooting for Honus Wagner and saw Jesse Owens get four golds in Berlin. He saw Wilt score 100 in a night. Points, of course. Yes, we are saying he's old. It's the godfather of Kansas City sports, Frank Bowl, on the program. After us, because Curtis, Adam, myself, we're always giddy to have Frank Bowl here. Oh, yeah. So we're tickled pink. And I'm rarely giddy about anything. That's right. Frank just brings it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frank Bowl, of course, brought to you by our friends at Twin Peaks, TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. To find them online, your spot to go watch you some tournament basketball. March Madness is almost here, people. Uh, Belly up to the bar there at Twin Peaks for 29-degree man-sized draft beers, premium cocktails served over ice balls, a made-from-scratch menu. The most underrated part of Twin Peaks experience is the food. Of course, the best, most scenic views in town. Television everywhere. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Get to uh, Twin Peaks and enjoy a little happy hour. Best happy hour in town uh, going on right now. Uh, go see them uh, at Twin Peaks. Uh, and of course, they got a great uh, Lent for those of us like fish, you and I. Frank, fish Friday. Friday fish eaters. Uh, grab the beer battered fish and chips Mac for a snapper. Uh, wonderful sure. light and fresh uh, Friday dinner if you're uh, observing Lynn. Beer battered cod served with a house-made tartar. Malt vinegar and french fries. Mm. Uh, score them along with a uh, a big draft beer. Mm. Uh, you can take advantage of it. Uh, just 12 bucks uh, Fridays uh, through Easter. That's You get a big 22-ounce beer and the fish and chips. Uh, 12 bucks. Uh, you get them with a soda or tea for just ten bucks. Yeah, and I'm sure you gave up alcohol for Lent. I'm, I'm sure that was number one on, on your. I did not. <laughs> for the record, though, uh, the fish. I I, I I will not. For the record, though, I, the fish I, there. I will the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Their fish, pretty good if you don't practice. You just like really good yes. fish. Yeah, yeah, they do a great. The, the, it's the kitchen's terrific. there. The, the, by tip of the cap to the chefs, because obviously it's a cool place to hang out. And, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, how's the food? Uh, really good. It's great. Yeah. So uh, enjoy uh, at Twin Been Peaks. Uh, Frank, so I was talking about how happy we are. You know who else is giddy today? <laughs> Bill Self. <laughs> Because, Dude, yes, no because there was we're different two hours, news. We're two hours into the show, it's not even mentioned. Different news out there. We haven't, we got so many <laughs> things going on. There hadn't been any time really to be like, hey, what the hell happened there? The the, the best was the, uh, you know, Lance Lickpult's new contract. Uh, right at like. Z, there you go, changing the story. That's what I mean. All of a sudden. Uh, what they played basketball last night? Really? Uh, I didn't know they played basketball. Uh, you want to, uh, Travis? Uh, you want to, uh, <laughs> Travis? Can uh, you uh, go uh, ahead uh, and release uh, that contract? Uh, 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 I, I'd yeah. like that right yeah. now. Uh, uh, Listen, we joke around with Bill Self. Number one, good guy. Because uh, yeah, and he's and he's so freaking good. Yeah, that like, oh, well, Bill Self, we lost a game. But they when, had that but when he saw the, what was it? That was it seventeen <laughs> home yeah. losses? Yeah, now eighteen, right? Yeah. That last night was eighteen, something like that. Yeah, it's like it was how many in a row this time too? Yes, he, he, he has as many Big Twelve titles as he he won four. He won fourteen straight conference titles, and he's lost eighteen times at home. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he he had to see the the, the news and I, I, I was jacked. 
Walk away By the way, somebody complained about Curtis's impression of Bill Self. Why'd they complain? Bill Self loves Curtis's yes. impression. No yeah, one likes so. my Bill, Bill Self impression yeah. more than Bill Self. Yeah, so, you know, because Bill Self has other things to worry about. Bill right. Self gets it. All right, people, he, he settle down. Um, but just real quick. Yes. That one got away. Yeah. That got out of hand fast, didn't it? Yeah, and the first thing I thought about was... If uh, if they if that game was a road game, there would have been a court storming. Yes, <laughs> BYU would have stormed the court, man. Yes, without even blinking. But I, I love here, like here are the percentages uh, of, of the games. Like uh, five thirteen to go in the first, KU sixty nine percent likely to win. Uh, three minutes to go in the first, KU eighty two and a half percent, eighty seven percent with a minute to go in the first, and then eighty two. Where we get here. I think this might have been the peak. With 18 and a half to go, 92.7% that got to win. Even They even got back up to is 84% with seven and a half to go. Um, you know, that, that, that wasn't how that was supposed to go. No, that's a, that's a very baffling team. I agree. You know, they have guys that don't play sometimes and some guys that do and you know, this guy's hurt, or this guy's sick, or this guy's whatever, and is, we're playing five guys. Is Kevin McCullough that? I mean, he's an all-American, I guess. But Well, let's. The, I think but, I know where, you, where that's like coming everyone's. from. I, I, I'd be like, I assume he's hurt. He's clearly hurt. That's yeah. a problem. And three. We kind of had some speculation as to, like, is Bill Self challenging McCullough with some of his comments? Like, hmm. let's you know, go, we, we'd like to have him back. Yeah. We'd like to have him ready to go, like... Does it hurt or are you you injured? Right, exactly. You hurt or you injured. And him worried about which, by the way, somebody came up to me and said, I hear you say that all the time. Can you explain that to me? Which I'm like, okay, that's fair. If you're hurt, like it's you're uncomfortable. Yeah. You have you. Yes, you're hurting. You have, you know, and this is a bone bruise and bone bruises can be where you can't put weight on the bone. So I'm not trying to say, but. Bone bruises can also be like it's it's uncomfortable, but I can still go. I can still run. I can do it all. So if you're hurt, you're not feeling good. You you've got something. That, if you're injured, you physically can't play. Right. So that's the age old question that coaches would ask: Are you hurt or are you? I just bring that up because somebody asked me. I hear you say that. What does that actually mean? So there it is. That's what it actually means. You're hurt. You're uncomfortable. Yes, you have been harmed. Yeah. To you, not use the same wording and be confusing. Tweet your ankle, but you can a still bit, go. Your knee a little bit. But if you're injured, you can't physically do it. Right. You can't make your knee hold you up. You're injured. You have to come off the field. You will hurt the team. Sure. You will hurt yourself worse. You're injured. You are. That's the problem. And that's so, where the trainers come in, too, the trainers and the doctors that surround the team. And so I think there does seem to be a, a wondering with a bone bruise on McCullough, is he hurt or is he injured? Right. That's a good question. It's a great question. You know, Bill Self likes him tough. Every, everybody knows. To be tough. Everybody has a different pain threshold. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, far be it for me to, to question where it is. But, yeah, this is, this is, I mean, it is, I think it's clear they're now 3-2 and two without him. 3-1 and one at home, 0-1 oh on the road. They got housed on the road by Texas Tech. They beat a good Baylor team, and they beat, they slapped Texas, and then they beat a rummy, right? <clears throat> Somebody on the down end of the they big beat, uh They went on the road. They got their first conference road win, I think, and beat Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma Without him? Norman. No, he played in that one. Was he in that one? Yeah, he the played other in that one. one. 
No, it's somebody else is a lesser one. I, I had the list. Oh, here, I know where it is. So why, right this is why you carry the notebook, kid. There it you know, is. And you put your little post-it notes. Uh, before this, they had won at home against Oklahoma State. It's that Oklahoma was State. Uh, then they won at home against a good Baylor team. They got housed at Tech. They slapped Texas, and now they get, they've lost to BYU. Mm-hmm. So that's the no McCuller games. Yeah. But K-State fans are having a, a good time of this because... Because of what? <laughs> that's just what they do, I think, at times. Because they're not going to have a good time not watching. <laughs> well, we routed the team in BYU. What, what, what's your What's your problem? Why did you make this a KUK State pissing yeah, match here? What is that? Where does that come from? I just have have noticed that uh, since I got up this morning and checking Twitter, a lot of Kansas State accounts have been crowing. Oh, really? Today, yes. They have to have something to crow about. Well, I mean, that's a rivalry. Yeah, and, and it's your, interesting, your, too. Your rival's loss yeah. is as yeah. tasty yeah. as your win, I guess. So yeah, it's, yeah. It doesn't, you know, they don't. They could still win. Well, I don't know about winning Big 12 I, I, now. I don't think they, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they can even win the Big 12 now. I don't know that, I, that, I, that I had a rival. Like, I, I don't like rivals. Villanova now because I know you. Yeah, that's exactly And I don't right. like watching you have success. <laughs> that's exactly right. The like, closest thing to a rivalry, we didn't have a football rival at Syracuse. The closest thing would have been would have been UConn. Just cause oh, yeah. I Missouri's like rival that. right now is the scoreboard. <laughs> no, no. It's the, it's the they conference. are getting crushed it's like when he, by their when rival. When you start talking about him, and he's wearing his M-I-Z-Z-O-U shirt. But Jockey, just like whenever you start, you just go. He just goes, shakes his head like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I Trust me. So bad. Jockey, yeah, I, I've been dealing with this a lot longer than you have. Yeah, he has. What, what year well? was Tyus Edney? Hey. 95. What year were you born? But you know what? 2000. Ninety-five doesn't really rank. He said two thousand. Adam feels that he cannot. He's not worthy of being trusted with a mic that's on. So that yeah. Mike, Mike Four is a bit wonky sometimes too. I, I saw him scramble to turn it. Oh, on. he did. Okay, <laughs> I trust you. He, you can see things facing. I can't see. I can see Adam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So okay, I get it. Like that's I what said, we do. who who do you have tonight? You got Florida. Is that right? Yes. And uh, now you're going to be that, Owen. Be a what? Thumping. Oh, and what? Where's yeah. it at? I, it's in Gainesville. You know what? I look at that and I just go, "How could they? How can they be O for the conference this year? They well, they got three games left, including this one or four? Four. Wow. They had never been O and ten. They are now O and fourteen. Wow. That's like that's almost Kim, Kim Anderson. Kim Anderson was such a nice guy. Lost won Good eight guy. games in three years, and he never went O and ten. Yeah, that's like you're doing something. Like that's. It is. I mean, I listen, Mizzou. Do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to tell you, folks. You got to fire this guy. Listen, he was really good who, last who year. Else? There is there is but no historical precedent for being this bad for going from 11 wins to this. There's none. What I, would you? What would you? How many we'll ask Curtis and Jockey, the guy over here on Mike Four. Yeah, you call him Jockey now. That's, that's his, his intern because he's he's a, he's a car jockey. Oh, he's a I like other gig, yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, Curtis wears him out. I do. Curtis had the same gig back in the day. The, the exact he same place. Him, hey, are they are they parking the cars over here? Hey, do you do? I love it. Yeah, he, they, that. he wears. I'm in the hallway. I'm like, would you give the kid a rest for like a second? Uh, the West in that Crown Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, anyway, that's cool. But so, what is like? You bring Gates back. What's he got to do next year? 
for you to be content to move on next to stay the course with him next year? Like what kind of like forget about is he like, going to make it this year? I, well, he might not, but if he does, <laughs> then it's going to be about what he does next year, right? There's no way oh, that you yeah. get a free pass next year. No. So what does he got to do next year? And you can't recruit. Because if it's going, out. you are you can already hear it. If they the open is, like yeah. one and seven in league next year after a lackluster non-con, you can already hear like, listen, we got a young team. Like you know, we're going to hear all those There's, things we'd hear from from Bruce Weber. Yeah, well, and his uh, rough year. Yeah, we got a young team. It's like <laughs> that's your choice, play, man. Play hard chart. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Nil and transfer portals here, chart. brother. Like so, like what's it going to? The what, thing is, uh, he needs a contract extension. <laughs> Here's what makes it rough for me is because it's hard to to put something out there that would engender me with confidence that I think is possible coming off what's likely what to would be it a take? one or two. It, it I would don't take care a, however you get there. It just would get there. A, what would it take? I think it to takes a, a, five, a 500 season in the in the SEC. But to, so if he went feel, eight but, and but ten. I but I don't. If he went eight and ten, like see, I don't think it's. Yeah. I don't even think it's that strong. Yeah, that, that might. That, I think it, if you were it on the depends bubble, on what on yeah. If you could see if, if the recruiting class that he brings in is what they think it's going to be, then we think all right, maybe he's not a crusher in the portal, but we know we can get high school kids to play. He'll figure out the portal at some point, and. And they'll they'll be on their way. What do you think he's got to do to be, for you to be on board with Dennis Gates being your coach at the end of the twenty four twenty five season? He does what? Well, I was going to say the same thing. At least a five hundred uh, record, record. In, in league, yeah. And then, uh, well, I started. I was actually telling Adam the other day. I want to start out with you know seeing something in the transfer portal first before we even get to the season. You know, see him make some impact in the portal. But first. by the time you're you there, sell that? you've already oh, had to make yeah. your decision. Yeah. So then, then, so he's going to have the opportunity in the portal to put a positive spin on the beginning for yeah. you. But you, you've already stayed the course with him once you're seeing that. So that's what you'll want to see. So if you're not seeing that, then it's all going to be on his recruiting class. Yeah, I just it'd be difficult for him to stand there like as a used car salesman and say, "Hey, how about this sedan? It, there's no wheels." Yeah, <laughs> well, but it, it had wheels a year ago. Yeah, but it doesn't now. And the there's engines, a possum living in the trunk. Yeah. Yes. That, when you how do you forward, sell that program in the portal? When, when Adam leaned to the mic, I was about ready to go. There's nothing that the KU guy can say <laughs> that any Missouri fan wants to hear right now. But that's, but that's actually accurate. That's actually accurate. No, but he is right. Yeah, I mean, he, is, and he, couldn't, he actually delivered, though. He, he couldn't kick ass in the portal off an 11-win conference season, 25 wins in the second round. And he, he couldn't grab the players that, that were going to... Part much of the responsibility of this season is the fact that he got nothing in the portal. He said guys that are hurt, you know, he said some guys have been, but but Caleb Grill wasn't playing well when he was healthy, and John Tanji has, has really hasn't done anything. Tamar Bates, Tamar Bates has been good, but I think there are some people. I know well, he was in the portal. Are, he was in the portal, and but is he just a, a is he just hunting stats? He wasn't good early, and now he's he, he scores, but he, he's kind of fallen off a little bit. He. And the portal, you you had optimism when you saw the when you saw like okay he's grabbing guys, he grabbed Connor Vanover, who is from Oral Roberts, who is the the worst, the shortest <laughs> seven five player I've ever seen. I've never seen a seven five player who's the worst player protect. He might as well be five five. He's seven five. Well, what else does he do? That's it. He's seven five. Can't jump. Can't rebound. He, he can't rebound. He can't guard the rim. He has no lateral movement. Can't run. He is seven five though. Jesus Carrero, Carrero, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought Caleb Grill might <laughs> be. <way>? Yeah. <laughs> Jockey's over here with the oh, thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Off with his head. Caleb Grill. I thought they, they'd get some out of him, but he's been hurt, and when he's played, he hasn't been very good. Agreed. That's, that, that's never worked. He's finally come around to becoming a scorer, but I wonder if he's just a a stat hunter. And John Tom. I, I, I The fear I have of Tamar Bates is if he's like, this team sucks, I'm getting mine. I'm just going to go out and I'm getting mine, and then I'm gone. And then I'm out. His offense does not seem to lend itself to Missouri winning games. And now he's not. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. John Tanji? He's done, he, has he played? I don't. I didn't see him in a box score. I don't even. That's a name. I was like, oh, John Tanji. He's on the team. I don't. <laughs> I'm just so reading off what, what what you were looking at coming into I the year. Even remember him? Yeah. It, it just nothing. I would like to add that as much as Bill Self likes Curtis's impression of him, he likes that Curtis was able to get this off of a KU loss segment and onto a yes, how bad how is bad Missouri, Missouri is. <laughs> I mean, he he had two really really good plays. He and he was wait. What about our dumpster yeah. fire over here? <laughs> and he gets credit a lot for the for the development of Kobe Brown and of what he was when he took over into being an NBA first round draft pick and a guy who you could just say. And that's one of the things they miss. He had a guy last year he can go, all right, Demoy Hodge, shut that guy down. Kobe, give me 20 and 10. And he could, he'd get that most nights. Neither one of those guys is there. They, there's nothing that they do well. That's hard to, that's hard to say. There's really nothing that they do well. They don't run offense. If, if they hit shots because some guy – they score because some guy happens to hit shots. But you watch them, and you can't really tell what they're doing offensively. Oh, I can't. And defensively, there's no co- cohesion. They don't rebound. They don't force turnovers. They can don't I, get. In, they don't get in transition. Can I? Can I make you feel better though? Sure. They do have two more seven footers in next year's class. Yeah. And we'll hopefully, probably get another seven-plus-foot yeah. transfer. So he, he, he was he known as the guy who Leonard Hamilton. Dudes. When in doubt, get him taller. Yeah, I mean, Leonard, Florida State's always one of the tallest teams out there, and. He seems to have that, but he, what he doesn't have are the six nine wings. Yeah, you know, but he, <laughs> he doesn't seem to have as an athlete. <laughs> so a little bit of an issue, right? He doesn't now. seem to have a good player. Yeah, right. Um, and maybe I'm, I'm, I may be dressing down the class of 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 the portal a little bit, but not much. I mean, they're zero and fourteen. I mean, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody. Any, no. I don't think it's possible. To underestimate the coaches are doing a really done. good job, and I don't know if you saw, but in the last game, the huddle was very compact. <laughs> it was. If you heard the SEC it network was. announcers, who could not be bigger shills no. for anybody and everybody, but they spend more time praising whatever the worst team is. They spend the whole broadcast praising the worst team, which unfortunately is always Missouri always in these Missouri, broadcasts. Yeah. But they literally talked about how tight the huddle was. Oh yeah, that's not a team that's given up. You see a team that's given up, they're kind of standing all over yeah. the place. Not. That this music, they're all engaged in that huddle. Yeah, no one's punching anyone. It's amazing. <laughs> we haven't had one fight but in a But at least the one thing you can say for the SEC crew is that you could hear every word that they broadcast. <laughs> Unlike the crew that worked the Kansas-BYU oh game last night. How awful was that? What was going on? It was... I, it, that was I was trying terrible. to pull highlights off that? the TL. I was like, I should have just grabbed no Brian point. Haney. That was ESPN Plus, right? There's no point. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still the same technology. No, I realize that. I know. I just put the game out there, yeah. I'm assuming. But, I'm like, does anybody realize that you need to go down and put a battery in one of their mics? <laughs> like, what the, what is going on here? I have no idea. Uh, that was just awful. It was, it was, you know, it forced me to watch Drive and Survive. <laughs> 
Actually, yeah. my yeah, actually my fun. daughter came down, and then I then I when we got done, we watched. I watched the end of the game afterwards, but yeah, that was. I, I'm like, what are what are you, like what are we doing? Why yeah. is this like? How can there this not get solved? I'm like, well, it's halftime. They're going to change out whatever they need to change out. Yeah. No. His who was the last uh, that you this? I don't want you to have to do any work on this. But who's the last Power Five? Team in a conference that did not win one conference game. Oh, that during happens. A season. Oh, that that actually happens. happens. That happens. Somewhat, I won't say yeah. frequently, but I will look I back. There have been very often. There have been eight or nine. They always win one. Somebody there have been eight or nine in the last oh, yeah. ten or fifteen years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pac ten and, and Big Ten. Have we had just some, don't follow this. Some offers. But didn't Vanderbilt? Gary Parish brings up Vanderbilt a lot. Isn't that what? Um, yeah. Uh, Bryce Drew went over when he lost his NBA talent. He brings up how he's doing well at Grand Canyon now. When they were zero and nine or zero and ten, at some point. I looked back to see, I went back 30 years to find out if anybody in a power conference had gone winless after winning 11 games the previous year. And the most anybody had ever won the year before going winless was eight. And that was one team. Yeah. And almost everyone else was four, five oh, wins. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. res- resembling. Now, they haven't gone over yet. If they win one, then they're, 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 you're, yeah, it's a different yeah. stat to look at. But if they go winless, and they're almost certainly going to be 0 15 after tonight. It's it's certainly on the wow. on the table, but I mean to point to one thing, it's, it's yeah. Caleb Grill and John Tanji weren't what they what he was hoping for. If they'd been what he hoped, they they would not be winning the SEC. Well, and, and if, if he got nothing out of yeah. two guys he thought were going to really be offensive stalwarts, and and they haven't played. To both your point and Jockey's point about the portal, he's going he's gonna to go back into the portal because he's been active. Oh, yeah. So I think what you hope is he had a run of bad luck. I mean, I think this is yeah. what the portal's going to be. Like, you're going to be like, well, we didn't pay any attention to that guy, and he's going to be great. And you're going to be a guy, oh, I think he's going to be good, and he's going to be nothing. Right? Like, I mean, I think it's just maybe this is just the reality of how volatile the portal's going to be. Yeah. And some years it's all going to click, and some years not. I will say this. T.J. Otzelberger at, at Iowa State Holy seems to have it figured smokes. out. I mean, Man. talk about a guy. And at UNLV, when Iowa State got him, I'm like, okay, I get it. He used to be an assistant here under Hoiberg. But, like, what do you guys see in that's so great? And I, I will give Steve Cofield, if you ever hear him on from uh, ESPN Las Vegas, he does sidelines for UNLV football and basketball as well and does afternoons on ESPN Las Vegas. And he told me, he's like, I think he's pretty good. And Steve really knows basketball. And Steve doesn't like anything. Oh, he's an ass. Uh, he hates everything. <laughs> he does, literally. It's like so negative. And, and he's like, I don't know. I think he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they were all thrilled to get Lon Kruger's kid. Everybody else there. And he's like, Otzelberger's good. And it was actually one of the things he really praised DRF for was he goes, I think she nailed it with this guy. Well, it didn't. he wasn't at Vegas but two years and didn't really have a chance to show it. But he has shown it at Iowa State oh, yeah. that he gets the modern approach to basketball. But I, I think it is entirely possible. Because, like, if Gates had had nobody in the portal, I'd be like, what is he doing? He was in the portal. It just hasn't worked. Yeah, as I, I said a few weeks ago. But I, but I'm not I'm not enamored with the shut the blank up at Tamar no. Bates uh, in front of everybody mm-hmm. at midcourt at halftime on that Arkansas game. And I'm not I don't care. I'm not offended by language. I mean, I think there's a time and place that I think amazingly in sports, no one cares anymore. If you hear the comments that are going on everywhere. I like to think that a post game press conference, my you know young kids could watch, but they can't. <laughs> you certainly can an NBA one because it's 
NF bomb every other yeah. free word. for all. But but so I don't really care. The language thing doesn't bother me. I think it's the wrong place. It, it I do think it, it doesn't bother me, but I do think it's. I don't think it was a good look. Like when you're struggling, that wasn't like a motivational tactic, tactic because he's bombing his team, and so. Those two things are a little bit more concerned. I, I figure he'll be back in the portal with eight new guys, and odds are he'll do better this time than he did last time. But that recruiting class better work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to this point, it's that's a recruiting class that is getting high marks because of volume more than yeah. a, you know two or three high-level guys. For, there are five guys on the court. I, I've, I'm, my coach, the, the coach of the team that I'm rooting for, the program I root for, if his level, if his coaching or recruiting class is high, I want it to be because he's got two studs, not because he has six guys well, who are pretty yeah. good. And I'll say this. If he loses uh, Boateng, is that out Boateng, mm-hmm. it'll take a big dive because he's 25 nationally now. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a pretty good class. You know, hopefully they get some more. They've all got to show up. They get some more from this year's young youngsters next year. Yeah, there have been some guys, but he, the guys who are young have kind of been, been hurt and haven't played as much either, but... But I, I will say this: when you're seven three two ten, and you're a hundredth nationally, I mean, I don't think I don't think Trent Burns is coming in. And you're like, oh my God, look, it's David Robinson. Like, uh, I don't think you're getting that. No, <laughs> I, th- those I, the reason I bring that up is because every Syracuse class has Trent Burns. <laughs> like 90 to like 150, right. Right. 6'11 to like 7'2. And you're like, that guy, where is he? Oh, there he is in the sweats over there at the end of the bench. Like, they they get ranked up there because they're 7'2. Yeah. Does he ever get on the floor? I don't know. Can we'll he find play? out? Uh, Lance Lightbolt got a raise to $7 million, Francis. Yes. First of all, I mean, does he deserve it? <laughs> I, I don't know. He definitely does. I, I will say that. I, I, no, I agree with you totally. There. No, we were on the same page there because of what Kansas was. Yes. And this is just a continuation this, of where it is. Here's the thing for me, too. This kind of thing that Kansas should have been doing with football a long time ago. They find somebody like coach-wise instead of nickel and diamond and waiting for somebody to come after him, and then you give him a raise and all, it, it just doesn't I'm sure, work. I'm that sure way. he was called. I'm sure oh, he was yeah. called by Washington. Right, I'm this sure is the he was... third time he's gotten a raise though since he's been there. I yes, think, right. He's already been there three years. Yes, he's going to raise and raise and raise. And imagine if his all league quarterback would stay healthy for a whole year. Yeah, amazing. But uh, but this is kind of this is football. This is college football. This is what you've got to do in college football. You've got to keep those guys, and you've got to stay out ahead of it the whole time. You can't be worried about, oh, boy, we're spending so much money in football. I hope they're not cheating basketball. They're not cheating basketball, okay? That head coach makes about $12 million, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and your football coach making $7 million. Well, so. can I? Can we just let, let's applaud Travis Goff. That's, that's, oh, that's I think the guy terrific. that I think yeah. everybody should be applauding uh, here because – I'm with. I, I, listen, I'm sure he got calls, and his, and I'm sure Travis Goff expected that he was going to. Maybe he didn't think he was going to have to do it three straight years. Right. But like, if you're winning and you turn Kansas around, that they're going to be impressed and they're right. going to come calling. And I give credit to the money people that are willing. Travis Goff has clearly built the trust of the money people. Right. Money guys will give you money, but I've talked to some of the money guys and been like, back when they were trying to get football going, like. Well, they call, but they're like, "Ah, win. you got to win. Right. And then I'll give you money. 
right? And I think a lot of I think a lot of them gave money in past inclinations. And there was some winning going on with Mark Mangino, and that's when the Anderson Football Complex that's right. got built. Was they were showing some signs, but like. I think Travis Goff hired a coach. you got to hire the right coach who comes in, turns it around. And then I think Lance Leipold did him a solid. He's like, yeah, by the way, you've seen the facilities at Iowa State? Yeah. That helped Travis Goff's pitch. Like, listen, I got it. We're winning. You're seeing results. Now give me money so I can build what we need to build. Right. And they're doing it. I mean, we, we saw Shane Zinger try to build a, a football stadium. It didn't work. And they weren't going to give him anything. It's no. like, you got, what, what am I going to, what do we need a fancy stadium to be empty for? Right. People believe that they can fill it now and they're giving it to them. I, it's an impressive time up there in Lawrence. I was just, I was just there today. Al Wallace teaches a journalism class there and I'm not to sit in on Al's class. I just sat up in the back row and just, well, he, he does it a couple of days a week. But I parked on the top of Kansas Union building there and then I sort of walked out towards the stadium because I wanted to see what was going on. And you could tell right away the whole far side, west side of the stadium is gone. The east side of the stadium is still standing. And the reason, I guess, Al said, is because they want to have a spot for graduation coming up here so they can still walk down from the Campanile and then they'll still do the stadium. A semi-normal graduation would be way more crowded than normal because they don't have the other side of the stadium. But And then he says, then that's coming down. I said, it was it was incredible to see. It was gone. Uh Three quarters of it was gone. It was uh, just something. But yeah, they're trying to do it right. And I know so this year they got to you know scramble around a little bit for stadiums. But heck, they get to play in Arrowhead. I, I think the Children's Mercy and games are going to be Children's awesome. Mercy Park. Is I think great, that yeah. is going to be an incredible setting. And I, that's why I'm I'm be fun. Very disappointed there isn't some kind of like ten thousand seat stadium or eight thousand seat stadium with the Chiefs. Plan and maybe there will be whenever we find out what they're going to do with the practice facility. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think, think to are. watch training camp, but then to also, I think like D two and NAIA and you know making that the centerpiece of championship games. Yeah, you know for them, so I think would be would be fantastic. You know, um, but I want to bring this up about Leipold's contract, yeah. and then we'll get five million dollar buyout. That's cheap. It's nothing. That's nothing. Run SEC school could do that without one guy write a check. I mean. You know, hey, we we want your buyout to be ten million. Make it what my contract is. Yeah. Pay me ten, and I'll make it a ten million dollar buyout. Like I think, I do think that this is not the if things go the and way it goes down. It goes year. down a million every year. Well, that, then that's standard, but yes, it does mm-hmm. go down every year. But at, I, I I think this is clear that you know he's. And and maybe Travis Goff is happy to do it because he's like, listen, we're going to match whatever. If what you need, you win, somebody comes, bring it to me. If it's a number I can't handle, bless you. Go on with my attaboy. I think two things that I take away from that. One is is that either one, uh, Lance Leipold really wants to be able to have his head on a swivel. And if Alabama would come calling, that's a check they'll write no problem, and he can go do it. Mm-hmm. And he'd like to take a run at a national championship, which pretty much means you got to go to one of about ten schools. Right. Right? And so he's now got the opportunity to do that. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was some internal conversation over here at Leaks Out that, like, there's actually a list. You know, maybe it's a handshake agreement, but between him and Goff, I'm only leaving for one of these schools. But if one of these schools calls, I'm gone. Right. Right. But two, it also shows that Travis Goff isn't sitting there wetting his pants like, my God, I got lucky with this guy. Oh, I don't ever want to have to hire another no. coach because I don't really know what I'm doing. Like it does, it projects strength from Travis Goff that, like, one, he's not leaving for just anything. But two, I can find a football coach. I know what they look like. Yeah, I, I, I that's my first reaction was was God, that's low. 
But then I'm like, well, Travis Coff has done everything else right. What would be a reason why he wouldn't mind it? Well, first and foremost, he knows what a football coach looks like, and he can find another one. You know, he didn't he didn't bring the defensive coordinator from Northwestern in. Right. Like I had had lunch and beers with this guy, swell guy, knew I could work with him, and oh wow, turns out he's a good head coach. He found a guy when the talent pool had been picked over. The best of the best choices had all been taken, and he found what was probably the best guy, best hire of that cycle. And he found it after everybody else had had first choice. And, I mean, maybe that's a false sense of confidence, but he's got every right to be very confident that he can hire a football coach. Yeah. I also think, you know, the Big 12 is not going to be as hard as it used to be without Texas and Oklahoma. You know, they're gone. Oh, I agree. And now, all of a sudden, you've got these games out here. And I know you look at, well, you know, so, no. Let's, you want to piss BYU, some people off? Uh, should we upset some people? Colorado, Let's well, the unfair. Should, should, should we really upset great. some people, Frank? Yeah, go ahead. You and I didn't go to either one of, either the, one of, any of the local schools. No, we didn't. We're, we're completely unbiased uh, from that standpoint. Who, 10 years from now, is going to be happier about the league they're in? KU or MU? <laughs> KU. You think Watch so? How I do. Absolutely. They have more wins. They're going to have more bowl, bowl, bowl games. They're going to, you know, going to have a shot Missouri at winning a conference. Missouri won 11 games, right? Yeah. 11. 11 and 2 this year. <laughs> right. So you're not giving that much chance. in the top 10 of the preseason poll. Yeah. They were number 7 in the country, won 11 games. And you are adamant, it sounds like. Kansas fans 10 years from now will be happier about what league they're in. I think they will. It's tougher to maintain what Missouri's doing than what Kansas can do. There's no doubt. It's harder to win 11 games in the way, SEC. Way harder. But you, I but mean, this this league just lost two of its most storied programs. Are gone. Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, they're studs. It also will mean less to be high up in the Big 12 than it does to be high up I in the SEC. I understand that. But you, if you could win the Big 12, you're in the play. I mean, 12 teams now we're talking about. You go... Ten and two, you're in. Five highest conference champions, yeah, rankings wise, which would be pretty hard to win the Big Twelve and not be one of the five highest ranked oh, conference champions. Absolutely, yeah. Because it means I, I for you to do to it be. now that the Pac-12 is out, for you to not be one of the five highest, it means like the Mountain West and the Sun Belt have to have higher ranked teams. <laughs> yes, right. You have to have that Coastal Carolina magic year. Yeah. And Appalachian State. Boise State being back <laughs> at where they were. Yeah, you got to have something like that going on. So, for the most part, you're right. It will mean a spot in the playoffs. Yeah. But is second place a lock to get in there? Depends on what first and how they finished. Uh-huh. What, what well, was that's record? my point. Were they, well, were, they nine, were they 9 and 3? Let me ask you this. Will Second place in the Big 12 get into the playoffs more often than third place in the SEC. Will second get in more often than fourth in the SEC? Probably not. So but it's all it, you got to no. win. Yeah, to you got to win. You have to win the. You have to win the conference. Yeah, definitely easier to win. But Mike Gundy's still at Oklahoma State. Yeah, I know. I you know. know. Chris Kleiman's still at KC. BYU can still play football. They're, that's a good football school. It's not. They're not great, but they're always pretty salty. It's a pretty good team. Colorado. Know. We don't know how long this thing is going to last. And, and Arizona they, just they fell on their face and, anyway. So. so yeah, Arizona, Arizona State, Arizona's basketball. You know, they're more concerned about basketball than they are football. I don't know. They they were pretty pissed about losing fish. I mean, I yeah. think they want to be good at football, too. But I think everybody does. The, there's where the money is. you got this playoff coming now, and everybody's got a shot. 
All right, let's take a break. Uh, let's play some Frank Opinions. Frank Bull, the godfather of Kansas City sports, is with us. He joins us each and every week here in the program. Proudly brought to you by our friends at Twin Peaks. Go to TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Enjoy the best happy hour in town right now. Independence, Olathe, and in the Northland, it's Twin Peaks. All right, the good sense. End of the hour answer. How many rookie running backs have rushed for 1,000 yards and played in the Super Bowl? Uh, Tony Dorsett did it, right? Tony Dorsett did it. Rookie 1,000. Uh, did uh, Icky Woods do it? Icky Woods did it. Oh, he's wow. 56 or 66 today? He's a jump off oh, point. 56, yeah. He's a good grab. There's, there's not many more. Did Curtis Martin do it with the Patriots? Nope. Um, couldn't remember what his first year was. Well, Dorsett and Woods, the first two to do it. So more than two, I'm going to guess. Yes. Uh, I'll just tell you there have been five. You need three more. Oh, I'm not going to get there. What what, what what do we got? Bobby Humphrey of the Broncos in 1989. I would have gone a long time before I got there. <laughs> Jamal Lewis <of laughs> I was I, He was in my head. In 2000. And the most recent, 2006, Joseph Adai of the Colts. Ah, okay. Uh, I wasn't going to get him either. They were all told three and two in said Super Bowl. Uh, good sense. Get you some good sense right now. Uh, order it online at goodsensesubs.com. Happy 35th birthday to uh, Good Sense. Uh, the uh, the bread, baked fresh two, three times each day. You can smell it right when you walk in. Pillowy soft. They've always sliced the meats and cheeses right there in front of you. Uh, try their new uh, meatball side for you keto and carb conscious uh, folks. Uh, they're wonderful meatballs with a signature marinara and some Parmesan. Make it even cheesier with some uh, some uh, provolone on top as well. It's all Ooh. at Good Sense. Order right now at GoodSenseSubs.com. Time for some frank opinions with the godfather, Frank Bowl. Where do we begin? Uh, what best describes your thoughts on the Chiefs' renovations renderings? <laughs> Overwhelmed, underwhelmed, or whelmed? Underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Okay, that is the right answer. But instead of asking you to guess what number it is, I'm going to ask you to guess what percentage said overwhelmed. So what's the what's the the what, okay. what, what percentage? Um, said, wow, six percent. Under. 1.7. were underwhelmed. 27 were whelmed, which is not a real word. Uh, <laughs> really? How would you rate somebody who was writing about the, the, the Packers in 59 said that the Packers the previous year had overwhelmed one opponent, underwhelmed the 10, and whelmed one. It was like one of the <laughs> Red Smith or somebody. Yeah. I never forgot the well word done. whelmed. I like uh, that. How would you rate the renderings? Zero to three, four to six, seven to ten. Zero to three. Yeah, zero to three. Number? Ten percent. No, zero to three. Oh, one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh be hard to win 10%. 34. It's three choices. I know. 38. 39. 42. 39. <laughs> At 34, I just wanted to go, this is going to be an easy win for you. Uh, 50, my math is good again today. Yes. What was it? 50.2. 39% said 4 to 6. 11% said 7 to 10. Okay. I think I got confused. More, yeah, I'm old. It's easy. This yeah. one from Powercat Ryan. More unbelievable stat. Jerome Tang, 12 and 0 in overtime. Missouri 0 and 14 in the SEC. That would be Missouri 0 14 oh. in the SEC. How about that? It wasn't I'll, his exact I'll, wording, I'll, but I used his idea. I'll take Tang. 
You said? I said Missouri. 54-46, Jerome Tang. Tang. <clears throat> well, first of all, everyone who doesn't like Missouri is like, they blow. Of course they haven't won. You know, so. <laughs> Happens every year. I think the mindset there was part of it. It's not necessarily factually correct. Damn. Uh, what seed will Kansas get in the NCAA tournament? Two, three, four, or five? Two. I assume they won't get a one or a six. Boy, after last night's loss, I think everybody had them at a two, so they're going to drop them to a three. Two. 49% said three, 21% said four, Damn. 16% said two, and 13% say number such five. That's such a good game. They're not Glad leaving we this one. Bill. With, uh, Surprise. With no um, setup or yeah. reference point, uh, Booten77, RB Carr, asked, love it or list it? <laughs> I just put it out there. <laughs> love it or list it? Well... Uh, well, after you, you've been, it's listed. Yeah, I, but Todd said I was wrong. He said he's looked it up, and sixty percent love it on like, And I was like, no way! Like I, every time I saw it, they were always moving out. I, I, I'll go with Todd's numbers and say love it. You said list it. Sixty-seven thirty-three listed. Oh, Todd, <laughs> even though it was a silly, it was a silly question for fun. They it probably all still put I, it. I like that. It, they put it in the in the reference of the of the stadium renderings. I think that's uh, yeah. could be. So they're going to list those. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't put any con- uh, context or. But if linkage, they heard Saran, they would have linked. They would have yeah. probably made that link. But sometimes yeah. people, it's kind of fun. Like I, I put. I, I ruined my. I, I missed my own question. <laughs> I messed Sorry. up the. Uh, I missed the math in the first Two place. teams were playing, and I messed up who you got. I just said, who you got, yes or no? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yes, yes, one, like like 64. I'm, I'm, I'm a positive guy. Uh, d- from from Dave Rowland, does the stadium vote pass, yes or no? Uh, I'm I'm going to say, I know Todd was a little skeptical of this. I think, was it Todd? I'll say, I'll say yes, it will, although I am, at the moment, I'll say yes, because they're both tied together, I, I'm just going to say. Was this. it Jazzu Jay who said it's it's not polling like it's going to pass, or was that somebody I talked no, to no, before no, we it's went not, on the air? It's not polling it at the moment. I think it's it's uh, polling not to pass, but they've got a ways to go yet, a little bit of ways to go, and they're going to they've got that advertising campaign all cranked up. And, By the know. way, do you did anyone else notice the way Mark Donovan said it? If Jackson County chooses not to support the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Didn't say anything about the Royals. He's, well, but but just even not support. It's it's not. You can support the Chiefs, just not support this stadium. Yeah, plan. The, right. The, you the know, like that by not that, supporting by not this, this vote, you don't support the Chiefs. Are you a Chiefs fan yes. or not? And I don't think that. Was, Which was I don't think that was an accident. No, he's he phrased too. It. Smart he doesn't a guy. do many. I don't know that accidental answers. Yeah. I don't think it's fair, <laughs> but I don't think it was an accident. No, not at all. What's the question? Uh, <laughs> does it pass? Yes or no? Uh... You said I say, say yes. yes. I'll yeah. say yes. Number? I'll say... Um, no, it's on me. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's on me. Right. Um, 61. Oh, that's good. Um, 62. 70. Oh. I was very skeptical about my answer. They're all tied up. Don't call it a comeback. Okay. Does Dave Merritt coach for the Chiefs again? Yes or no? Oh, wow. Um, Although I want to say yes. Supposedly interviewing for the D.C. job right now. at the 49ers. Right now. Uh, I will say yes. He will be a head coach someday, too. He should be. He should he definitely be. be a defensive coordinator. That's for sure. 
You both said yes. I, I well, is he with the Chiefs? Yes, he's back with the Chiefs. Yeah, this year. Uh, number. Uh, my turn. Yep. Oh, I'll say seventy-two. God, that's such a good number. Because um, I think a lot of them are just knee jerks. Oh, who would ever leave the Chiefs? <laughs> um, Money. Can you foresee a Chris Jones re-signing that makes good sense for the team long-term? That takes some... Wow. That was a little different. What's he going to get about 33 and 35 million a year? That's what he's going to want. Yeah. That's about five years. You're winning now, Frank. 170 million. Say it again. Give me the phrasing one more uh, time. Can you foresee Chris Jones resigning that makes good sense for the team long term? Not can you see them resigning him? Yeah, I got Or you. is there a deal that you would be okay with? I, I will say yes because they want him back. The yeah, fans I'll, out there I'll, I'll want say yes. I'll say yes. Number? 67. 68. 57.9. Good call. This one comes from Colby Harry. Pick your head college head coach moving forward. Chris Kleiman, Lance Leipold, Eli Drinkwitz. Oh, wow. Kleiman and Leipold are the more likable guys. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? You giggled. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, I giggled because of... What do you think, Missouri? I'm not a fan of Drinkwitz. I think he's a good coach, but... The guy, yeah. yeah. I I think he kind of comes across as a little bit... No, the the accuracy is what made it me giggle. I didn't think you were off base by any means. Um, But we've had him on the show so much, we should like him. Um, Good, yeah, man. Go again one more time. Um, Oh, uh... I'll say Kleiman. Just pick your head coach moving forward, one of the three. I'll say Kleiman. I'll say Lance Leipold. 42% said Chris Kleiman. 30% said Eli Drinkwitz. 28% said Lance Leipold. Ah, the anti-KU part. I didn't think about that. God bless it. Uh, And how many wins? Jockey over here voted 12 times. Last one. How many (laughs) wins for the Royals in 2024? 72 or fewer, 73 or more? They won 56 last year, right? And 73 is the I'll say, win total number. Yeah, I'll way. say uh, lower. I'll say seven. Hope Springs Eternal. They're going over. Say, oh, 53, sorry. 47, 73 or more. Thank you. Ted out. We got one more? Nope, that's it. Ah, 54. It's a tie. It's a dead heat. A tie. What is the, what's the, oh, what's the collective? Ground. Five to five today. I couldn't get any uh, ground. We've got four to two to one in wins. Okay. But Saran leads. And uh, 38 to 31 is the aggregate score after today. Just love the word. 38 31? Ag- yeah. The word aggregate getting killed there, too. Yep. I'm going to start keeping track of that. That's early. <laughs> you, need, it's early. you need the weather to warm up. The it's ball, early. Once it's the early. ball starts jumping, then Frank gets things neck. going. Loosens up. Yeah, I like that. Good. We'll take a break. How stupid am I in current events? We find out next. It's called What in the World, Saran. It's here in the program. Mm-hmm. All right, what in the world, Frank? What do you got for me? All right, here we go. How much is AT&T going to reimburse all their customers after that 12-hour outage we had last Collectively? Week? 200? No, no, just per person. Oh, per person? Per, per uh, $1.50. <laughs> $5. Well, the average cost of a full-day service, okay? Uh, what world megacity could run out of water before the end of this year? 
run out of Mexico water. Mexico City? Mexico City. Just thinking of the biggest city in the driest part of the world. 22 million people in that city. Where does KC... Trust me, by the way, Vegas, Phoenix, LA, it's gonna happen we're looking at you. Yeah. Where does KC rank for the worst potholes in America? Fourth. Very good. Oh, you, that's such a guess. New York City, L.A., Philadelphia, Kansas City. Number four, what's special about this year's KC St. Patrick's Day Parade? Oh, she's, I don't know. No 50th idea. year. Ah. 50 years. Happy birthday. There you go. All right, on this date in 1959, Hall of Famer Ali Matson was traded from the Cardinals to the Rams for how many players? Brought to you by Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. 